Before we get going, please do not forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. This helps us get the show out to as many people as possible. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Couch Guy Sports. Thanks, guys, for listening, and enjoy the show. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 132, I believe. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> episode 132, Mini Qualia. Jared Scally. Pat was supposed to be here. But he's not. Don't know where he is. Um, maybe he got stuck in fucking Ireland for two days. Maybe he got stuck in Ireland. Look, okay, so I was in here last week. Mister, I got F you money to throw around. I'm just going to go to Ireland for three days and come back. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Like, no, so I, that? No, okay, so I flew to Ireland, um, which was cool. We, me, me and Amanda... The girlfriend, we wanted to go see our friends who live in Ireland. We got a couple of friends who live in Dublin. One of them, Carl, is our, is our buddy's name. He's from Dublin. Carl! So, so, <laughs> so we flew up there. We we surprised our other friend. It was great. I mean, it was for only a couple of days. But, dude, you could toss around the money and just act like you have it. Who cares? That's what, that's, what, that's what credit cards are for, baby. Yeah. Pay it off in 30 years, baby. That's all you, that's all, that's, they gave you credit cards to throw around money. America. They give, yeah, they give you a goddamn credit limit to throw around the money. And that's what I did. I went to Ireland. I didn't have any potatoes. I had some French fries. You which went they to, call chips. You, well, you went there and didn't have potatoes. No, I mean, that, that's, that's just a stereotype. Frankly, that's on you for thinking they just eat potatoes. You went to Ireland and didn't have potatoes. No, do they have specialty potatoes? No, they don't. They just yeah, went they... through a potato famine that one time, so nobody links potatoes to them. You went to Ireland and didn't have potatoes. I had Ireland visitor. Are you? Mister. I had French fries, which are chips, which gets here. very, which gets very confusing with when Ireland when Irish people then start talking about chips. It's French fries. Yes, but then when they're actually talking about chips. Sometimes I call them chips. Sometimes I call them crisps. So I've got no fucking idea what they're talking about. I've got no idea if I'm getting Lay's or if I'm getting French fries. Either way, not a bad choice. I got, yeah, I got no idea. Ireland is the best, craziest thing. Crazy. Kids on Halloween. So I, oh, so I, saw, I, was I saw your stat. I saw your video. Yes. So I'm, so I'm handing out what candy. The hell, what was that? Kids. To, to a bunch of little kids coming up, they do the same thing, traditional Halloween, except the people of Ireland, in, in, like, and I'm not talking like adults, I'm talking like, like, early teen, like 13 years old, 12, 9 years old, they just start fires all over the place. Like, they just take shit out of their house, throw it on, it doesn't even matter where it is, this is on the side of a busy road, and there's just a giant fire going. They've got doors in it. They've got a wheelchair in it. They're just tossing stuff in. There are fires all over the place. What other way to celebrate Halloween? Just tear shit up. Burn it up, baby. I mean, here, it's like, if, if you were just lighting shit on fire, the cops would be all over you. Oh, you're in jail here. Yeah. Gosh. They are just, like, there's just, I'm not talking even like. You got, like, fire. 25 to life if you light shit on fire here. Yeah, Gosh. like, they're, they're not, like, lighting it in, like, a fire pit. Like, there's no fire pit that's just there. They just have a pile of crap, and it's just it's lit on fire. Did they uh, they call the uh, for their fire permit? 
from the fire department? Did they call and get their, uh, hey, I'm going to have a fire tonight. Is that okay? Dude, if I, it, I mean, if they do, the fire department there's got a busy-ass Halloween because they're, I'm not even kidding, like, they're on, like, every corner. Every neighborhood, which they call the states, which also baffled me, they, there's just fires all over the map. And you feel like you're in the purge because they're street lights too. They're not like the bright yellow lights that we have. They're those well, dull orange ones. Maybe so you were in the feels, purge. I might have been. So it feels like I was going to be stabbed by somebody walking around the corner or shot. And it would have been legal if it <laughs> were the purge. The good thing is, wasn't the purge. The island is the best. Except flying sucks. Flying so anywhere scared. overseas sucks. You get exhausted. Yes, and oh, by the way, Aer Lingus, suck my ass. Unreal. Dude, I bought I've the. Never wi- heard, I've never even heard of Aer Lingus. Like, it's what? like it's like what you fly when you go like to another country, like when you go over the Atlantic. I bought their Wi-Fi, which is like I bought like the fifteen dollars Wi-Fi, which is like fine. It's the middle tier one. It worked for like ten minutes, actually twenty one minutes on the dot. It worked for twenty one minutes, and then stopped working. And I still had to pay. So I asked the I asked the stewardess, I was like, hey, Wi-Fi stopped working. Is there a way to fix this? She said, they're actually a separate company. So you have to contact them. So I did that. So I bought, it was a six-hour flight. I bought the Wi-Fi. It lasted 21 minutes. I emailed these assholes. The response I get back is, yeah, nothing we can do. Sorry. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm asking for a refund. Or at least most of my money back. I was like, I bought your Wi-Fi. For a six-hour flight. Six-hour flight. It worked for 21 minutes. I was going to try to get work done, and it crapped the bet on me. They were like, yeah, nope, sorry. They are like, you used it. Doesn't matter. I was like, what? No matter how long you used it, you used it. No. What? And, you got to file some complaints. Better Business Bureau. Get on that ass. And they had the balls. The balls. The fucking balls. To send me an email and be like, hey, survey, how'd we do? I was like, horrible. <laughs> you guys are trash. And then on the way back, so I'm doing these emails while I'm in Ireland. I'm going back and forth with these guys. Their company's based out of California. On my way back, it's a seven and a half hour flight because we're going into the wind. And we flew all the way up to Greenland. And back, and we just did a giant arc. We came through Canada. Same thing. Bought the Wi-Fi. Worked for like a half hour. And then it crapped the bed on me again. Same thing. And it was like, you have to buy the Wi-Fi. I was like, I already did buy the Wi-Fi. So I bought it twice for a total of 13 and a half hours. It worked for 50 minutes. Jesus. Fuck that Wi-Fi. Air really? You literally like 12, 13 hours of flight and you got like an hour of Wi-Fi. Yes. And I was not, like, not even an hour, like 55 minutes, 50. And minutes. I, yeah, I don't complain. I do not complain. I'm not a complainer. I, I don't go on like Yelp and I don't rip things down, but this was bullshit. Only this- crazy, only crazy people Yelp. Yeah, like Karen in that video, who was, who was telling the girl to calm down. That's going all over Twitter right now. Calm down, oh, fuck calm psycho. Down. That have you seen that video? Yes. My kids can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop. <laughs> fuck off, Karen. Karen, shut your mouth. All right, you ready to get into it? Get into it. Let's do it. All right, the weekly dump. Weekly dump. We're back together. The Giants and the Cowboys. Yeah, we are. Giants and the Cowboys played this past Monday night in mid-game. They had a black cat run onto the field, and it took over the entire game because, let's face it, Giants-Cowboys, boring game. Giants suck, should not be in primetime football. 
The Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas filed a lawsuit Monday in Clark County District Court alleging that Evander Kane of the San Jose Sharks failed to pay $500,000 in gambling markers the casino extended to him in April. The court documents state that Kane, who is a Canadian citizen, took out eight credits of varying amounts between $20,000 and $100,000 on or about April 15th. That date would have fallen between games three and four of the Stanley Cup first round playoff between the Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights. So the question of do these guys go out when they're in Vegas? Uh, yeah, apparently they do. And this idiot is doing it between games. I think they all they do it. I think they all do. It. They're all they're all they're all do it. in the OK. If you're doing the regular season, whatever playoffs, get your head out of your ass and to, and to get this deep into gambling. Stop. Mr. Bisky not handling the heat well as he's looking to get TVs turned off in the facility in order to ignore the critics who are going after the team. Gordon Hayward, who we're going to talk about in the meat of the show, went <laughs> off on Tuesday, scored 39 points on Tuesday night against the Cavs. It's the best game that he's had with the Seas since signing two years ago. He's back. The Patriots dropped their first game of the season against the Ravens on Sunday night football by a final score of 37-20. to 20. The 49ers are now the lone remaining undefeated team of the on the year as they continue to roll through the NFC. The Red Sox, J.D. Martinez, decides to opt in, which a lot of people were like, he's going to opt out. And my whole thing, and I tweeted, I retweeted my article that I wrote in early September. I call this in early September. doesn't make any sense for him to opt out right now. There is nobody who is going to give him guaranteed $62.5 million for the next nope. three years. That's just not going to happen. To strictly be a DH, that's not going to happen. It was never going to happen. He's set to make $23.75 million this offseason. I mean, this next season. Why would he opt out? He has an opt-out after next year, too. It makes too much sense. And we're going to talk about this more. It made too much sense. And Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. People are smashing their cars, and they're getting stabbed over the chicken sandwich. I haven't had this fucking chicken sandwich yet, but goddamn. This, something's in that chicken. That's all I gotta say. Some, had, something's something's in that chicken, dude. No, it's the whoever the social media, whoever the marketer is for Popeye's chicken sandwiches has to get the biggest raise possible. He has to get half of the profit made solely off of this chicken sandwich because him going on Twitter and pinning Popeye's chicken sandwich because Popeye's is a pretty good following. People love Popeye's chicken. Yep, I know people who love it, and then you've got the people who love Chick Fil A. Putting the Popeye's chicken sandwich up against Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich and just calling it out basically like he did to start off this whole thing a couple months ago, that guy needs a raise. Well, look what it did in the first place. Like, Prez did a chicken sandwich review for Barstool. Like, all this stuff happened. I'm a Chick-fil-A guy. But look at the buzz that it got. Like, it's nuts. It was wild. It was insane. Page views. All about page views and more page views. All right, and last, Des Bryant apparently is going to be reaching out to some teams in the NFL in the next two weeks, and he's looking to come back. And look, Des Bryant, first of all, first of all, first of all, Patriots Twitter, relax your fucking tits. I am so, every single time a receiver is like, you know, I'm, I might not be too happy here, or I'm not, you know, I'm looking for a new team. Patriots Twitter is like, get this guy on the team. Sign him. Get on Fox, bro. Bill. Bill, where are you? They'll do Bill. it. They'll do it. With the eyes emoji. Or the, or, or the gif of him walking out, right? Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. 
No, we need more help. Help Tom. Bill, do they it. Need, look, they do. They need a receiver. Des Bryant hasn't played in. He missed the all of last season. He's coming off of an Achilles injury. God knows how how healthy he is right now. Dude. He doesn't make sense. Okay, let's do it. They need Des Bryant. They need something at the receiver spot. I really don't like the receiver position at all nah, right now. They're fine. They need a tight end more than anything. They do need a tight end. They almost had OJ Howard. The only only option left at tight end for the Patriots is Rob Gronkowski come back. Do it, Rob. Rob, we need you. That was the weekly dump. All right, so first topic of the night, main topic of the night. J.D. Martinez decides to opt in to his contract. And what I was saying before in the weekly dump in the middle of it, and I stopped myself because I was getting too far into my main point. I wrote this back in September for CLNSmedia.com. Not to your own horn or anything. Not to my own horn. But to fucking toot my horn. This makes too much sense for J.D. Martinez. It makes way too much sense for J.D. Martinez. The market, and basically just based off the free agent market, okay? The market started, the market the past two years has been garbage for free agents. And it's taken forever, mind you. It's taken forever. We have guys like Craig Kimbrell signing in June. We have guys like Dallas. And yeah, Craig Kimbrell is not the same guy that he was a couple years ago, but he should have been signed before June. You've got guys like Dallas Keuchel who have to settle for a one-year contract with the Atlanta Braves, who, again, he was solid. He's always been solid. Who deserved a contract before that? Teams don't want to pay the way they used to. Bryce Harper. Actually, was Bryce Harper? No. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado both waited until after January. The MLB hot stove season, Jared, used to be in, like, December, late November. Like, we'd be coming up on it soon. Well, think about, like, when winter meetings are, like, right right around the holidays. That that used to be a lot of crap. Remember, we signed, um, who was it? We signed Kyle Crawford. Terrible signing. But that happened at the winter meetings in December when the Red Sox went in on Carl Crawford. Pablo Sandoval happened in the dead of winter. You know, you're supposed to have... Big Red Sox hot stove during snowstorms. That's just what it is. And now baseball is slow-paced. Teams are more looking at the analytics and going, well, we shouldn't pay that guy, or if we're going to do it, let's wait till January or February. If I pay a dude now, what's the matter if I'm going to pay him now or in January? If a good dude at baseball, dude's good at baseball, that's it. Move on. Why are we waiting so long? Get over yourselves. So now what is – so what J.D. Martinez, and this is the problem, J.D. Martinez, just because he's, he opted back in, does not mean he's back. Does not no. mean he's going to be with the Red Sox in April. Because as we know, and I, they're sticking to this. They really are. And, and what I've noticed so far is they don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit about what the fans want. They don't. Because they know we're still going to come. They know we're going to buy their $11 Bud Lights, their crap beer. They know we're going to show up. That's what it comes down to. They are going to get underneath that $208 million luxury tax. That's the, first, that's the first luxury tax threshold. So what they're going to have to do, they're going to have to dump a lot of salary. They're going to have to. And Mookie Betts, he's arbitration eligible again. He might get more than what he get. Was it $21 million he got last year for last season? 21, 22, something like that. It was, I think it was something about that. He'll probably get more. Maybe like twenty five. I'm assuming it'd be like twenty five, twenty six. Yes. Yeah. So if he's back, he's going to get about that, right? You've got David Price who's getting thirty one a year. You've got Chris Sale who's getting thirty a year, thirty one, twenty nine. Yeah. And what's Evaldi? What's Evaldi getting? Evaldi's getting seventeen million dollars. Evaldi, Evaldi's a garbage contract. Evaldi's contract sucks. 
They're going to keep I him. Know. He'll be the one that stays. Yes, because he's the cheapest. I don't think they're going to get Chris. I don't think they're going to dump Chris Sale. I think if anybody, if any, if if one of those pitchers is going to get traded, it's going to be David Price. You've been writing about this too, and look, David Price is is like the one guy that I would trade if I really think I can keep Mookie Betts. But if I don't think I can keep Mookie Betts, David Price stays. That's yeah, it. But, but no, here's the thing though: they want to cut salary, even if they don't. Even if they trade Mookie Betts. They might even dump David Price because even so, if you trade David Price, you're not going to find a team who's going to take on the entirety of the deal. You're just not. You're going to have to do what the Marlins did with John Carlos Stane. You're going to have to eat some of the salary. You're going to have to pay David Price, whether that's ten million or whatever. That could be ten million dollars. It could be five million dollars. Whatever the case may be, there's. I think there's a market out there for David Price that for a team who's looking for a veteran pitcher to add to their staff. And if they can get him at $20 million, that's not a bad deal. So if you, you can convince the Red Sox to trade him for $20 million, that's not a bad deal. And if you can also trade Mookie Betts at the same time, Heim Bloom, your new chief baseball officer, who we haven't gotten to talk about, Heim Bloom, he is going to rebuild this farm system. That, I believe, is going to be his number one goal. That's what I think is going to be his number one goal. While at the same time, cutting down tax, cutting down on the payroll. When they hired him, yeah, I I looked at the situation because until they hired him, I didn't believe a word about them trying to get underneath the luxury tax. I was like, you know what? They're not going to do it. They they want to win. There's too many good guys in this team. I think they're going to. They're just they're just blowing smoke. Then they hired this dude, Hyam Bloom, is from the Rays, guys, the Tampa Bay Rays, the lowest payroll in baseball last year, and they were better than the Red Sox. They took this the Astros gonna, to Game Five of the ALDS. This guy wants to do it that way now. Do I think he's going to do a full-blown raise in a, in a Red Sox market? No. But, but if they hired this guy because they know they can, he can work his magic and he has the ability to get a team together without spending an arm and a leg. So as soon as they hired this guy, Bloom, I went, okay, great. They're really going to have to push on the luxury tax now because they brought a guy who knows how to work around smaller payrolls. And even under the luxury tax, Nick, if they get to that number, it's still more money than Bloom has ever seen in his life in spending in baseball. So he'll still do better than he did in Tampa, but it's going to take a few years. Next year, they're not going to be a contender. I don't think they're going to be that good. I mean, they'll be good, but they're not. They're, it's going to take a few years for his effect to kick in. They're not. They if they trade him at price, I wouldn't be surprised if they take some of Valdi's contract and ship him out of here. They want to do this from the ground up. They want to build the Astros. That's what they want to do. And look what the Astros have done, though, because part of the Red Sox problem is. Every time they've won a World Series, or maybe not in 2007, because actually I believe Terry Francona said that he's never managed a baseball team more talented than 2008's Red Sox. Um, but 2013 and 2018, they've struggled the next year. And I yep. don't remember what they did what they did in 2005. But This team should not have missed the playoffs, though, this year. This team should not have missed the playoffs. But you're right. But something that the Astros did, I knew, who knows what it was, they sucked for five years. Yes, but that's a homegrown team that they have right now, and they are contending every year. They might not next year because, I mean, their pitching staff is basically gone at this point. Garrett Cole's not going to sign back there. Garrett Cole's going to fucking end up with the Yankees. Long. I know he's going to. I know he's going to end up with the Yankees. Verlander's probably going to retire. You think? Dude, he's old. I don't think he's going to retire. I haven't heard a peep about that. I think he's gonna retire. He's done. Wait, no do you think he's going back to Houston or no? Um, 
Is he? Is his contract up? I don't know, but I feel like if they want to rebuild their their rotation, I mean, if they he might have to do what the Red Sox are doing too, they might have to start focusing on the future. I don't know. Their present looks pretty damn good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but no, the Red Sox. It's it's. There's a lot of people on Twitter who are like, oh, like the Red Sox have to figure something out with Mookie Betts. They have to sign Mookie Betts, which is fine. If you want Mookie Betts to stay on this team, I get it. He's a perennial talent. You MVP. don't see guys come around like this. He's an MVP talent, which I don't understand how you win the Gold Glove Award um, for right field and then lose and come in second place for the best right fielder in baseball behind Aaron Judge, who didn't win the American League Gold Glove. American League Gold Glove, but that's beside the point. A lot of people want Mookie Betts to stay. I would love to see Mookie Betts stay here. I would. And if you had to choose between Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez at this point, now that J.D.'s opted in with a $23.75 million contract, that's a tough decision. But I don't know if I would pay. I don't want to pay Mookie Betts for the next 10 years. I don't. That's a contract that I do not want to see the Red Sox sign. These contracts are getting ridiculous that they're making. Ridiculous. And I think having J.D. Martinez on this team is is good for the short term and potentially the long term, I guess. He's not showing any signs of slowing down, really. But you're not going to be able to keep both. And a lot of people, especially on social media, want to see the Red Sox hang on to both of them. See, I would have rather keep bets simply because long term, he's more value to you. If you now, now, this is still a possibility, and this is something I think they might be working on. Sign JD. Well, he opted in, but you can still trade him. That's the thing. Him. That's the thing, and that's that's what I mean. That's what I started off this whole thought with. JD, just because JD opted in, does not mean that he's going to be on this team next year. The Red Sox can still trade him, and if they do trade him, I expect the Red Sox to make a aggressive attempt at Mookie Betts because you can't lose both of these guys. You just can't do it. Now no. the problem with that is I've had somebody tell me, and I don't know how reliable this is, but. I've had somebody tell me that that Mookie Betts' main team that he wants to sign a long-term deal with is the Atlanta Braves. And they're the first team. They're his first priority. And then there's a big gap between the Atlanta Braves and the Boston Red Sox. Now, that can change. And again, I mean, like I say, I have a source on that, but I've had somebody tell me that before who might be pretty close to the situation. And The quag tingling. The quag <laughs> sources. Tingle, tingle. He wants to sign with the Atlanta Braves, but again, that can change. Who knows? He might fall in love with Boston more. And But we know that he hasn't been a full-fledged, rah-rah, I want to stay with the Boston Red Sox like Chris Sale was, like J.D. Martinez was. He's not like that. No, he wants to go to the, the Braves make complete sense. We've talked about this even before your source has tingled. We're like, it's close to home. It's a good team. And honestly, Nick, he's probably the one piece that they need to make that a legit contender. They have a lot of young talent. They're going to be good for a while. They need someone there to stabilize it who wins and who's a perennial MVP. Done. Mookie Betts makes all the sense in the world for them. If I, you know, to, I thought they were going to make a deeper playoff run this year. Well, that they choked. They gagged. That team's good. Yes. What I'm saying oh, no. is like They're very good. Mookie Betts is that step up. Maybe, you know what? I, I think Mookie Betts is a valuable leader in the locker room. I think that he can go in there and say, guys, you need to play all the time. Like You need to win. This is how you win. He can go in there and tell these guys how to win that time of year. It's he's a huge asset for them. I, I don't wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Atlanta. It makes all the sense in the world. Then I become just, a brace. You can't, you can't hang on to both. You just cannot do it. You're going to have to trade people away. I, I, and, 
And going back to what you said about Hein Bloom, once they brought in Hein Bloom, you knew this team was dead serious about getting underneath the luxury tax because Hein Bloom worked with the Tampa Bay Rays, took the Astros to game five of the ALDS, and they did that with the lowest payroll in baseball. One of my favorite pitchers in the league in Tyler Glass now. They took that kid, made him a stud. I would love the Red Sox to somehow get Tyler Glass now. I would love that. Make a deal. Make a deal, Heim Bloom. Send him to Tampa Bay. You need that fifth man of the rotation. Bloomy, get on it. I can't. I'm gonna call him Bloomy all you year. Got, it, you, you gotta dump. You gotta dump. I don't want to see them dump Chris Sale, but you have to dump either Chris Sale or David Price. You gotta make that trade. Oh, I think David. Price. I think David Price's time has run up here in Boston. I think. Wait, why? Problem, why do you feel that? Because if they at this point, with with what happened last year, the team clearly was in a funk all year long. No, David Price, his, the, he's a great his, clubhouse guy. We understand that. But I just feel like the 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 attitude, I feel like the locker room needs an attitude change. And again, I know he's a great clubhouse guy, but between just a change that has to happen, he's been here for a couple years now, and for a giant, giant salary, I think his time's up here. You have to dump that salary with what the Red Sox are doing. I mean, out of those two, him and Chris Sale, he's the one that people are probably more likely to take because Chris Sale's now garbage goods. Don't you, like, fucking, don't you use the B word. I saw I saw your lips forming that B word. Don't you fucking use that B word on my boy Chris Sale. It's it's not good, dude. It's not good. Who knows? You, he could be back to what he was last year. Justin Verlander had a bad year. Look at him now. Bummed, He's slinging it with Kate Upton. Who yeah. all of a sudden, by the so way, we, we need to get Kate Chris Sale, Kate Upton. Kate Upton has to stop chiming in on these con- that that Trey Turner play in the in the World Series, which I did not get to speak on. As you can see, he clearly didn't run between the lines, so that's the rule. Hey, they don't they don't make that call ever. They don't do it. And the thing was like everybody's like, oh, but it, they have to interfere with the ball. No, read the rule, moron. That's not the case. They can call you out even if the ball is completely on the opposite side of the base and you don't interfere with the throw at all. They can still call you out for running on the left side of the base of 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 the first baseline. It's a stupid rule anyway in baseball. They need to change it. They shouldn't have called that. That was a dumb, dumb play. That was a dumb World Series call. It okay. should have never it's happened. Like, National still won. It's fine. I know, I know, but I'm riled up about it. It was idiotic, especially because at the end of the day they called it a like interference on the throw. Like that was the, ended up being the actual call. Yeah. And the only reason why it was interference is because the guy couldn't throw the ball. It was, it was a shitty throw. Yes. And I also hate the pure, the, the, the morons on Twitter, the, the guys who always want to go against everything that's being said. Like, oh, well, don't like, cause you know, if everybody was, was on one side of it, if everybody was saying that it should have been an interference, they'd be like, well, no, they never make that call. But when you're saying, when everybody's saying that it should be interference, they'd be like, they're all like, oh yeah, you know, uh, well, according, according to the rule, you, all catchers are told to throw it at the back of the runner if they're on the left side of the line. Shut up, nerd. Oh, shut up. All right, next topic. Sick of baseball. Just kidding. I'm never never sick sick of baseball. baseball. Gordon Hayward's back. He's back. So we can all shut the fuck up. He's back. I'm so tired. Oh, look, he's back. Okay. Can we stop every single Celtics game? He's had a great year so far. He's looked good. He's He's, Gordon Hayward. He's 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 Gordon Hayward again. Okay. We've came to that conclusion. But every single Celtics game, Oh, uh, you Celtics Twitter. Gordon Hayward is he back. Gordon Hayward definitely back. Back? Question mark. Gordon Hayward back. Oh, he's back. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Even his Celtics teammates still treat. Did you see what he said? 
So yes. I forget. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to get to the point where the guys don't feel obliged to dump water on me every time I have a good game. Like, I expect to do this. This is me. Yes, like, this is my over. game. Yes. And he and he was saying that like, that was like a plea to him. That was like a plea when he did that interview. He was like, Can, I, I need stop. everybody just stop. to stop asking me and mentioning me breaking my leg. That was two years ago. I went through the year. Everybody said he's going to a lot of people said who understand this, who understood the situation at the time. It's going to take him at least a year to get back of playing. And he did. And he doesn't think about the leg anymore. And that's what I think that's the question that really stemmed this entire conversation because he doesn't think about the leg anymore. And you can tell when he's playing part of Gordon Hayward's game when he was in Utah was attacking the rim. And he's doing that again. Last year, he would do it and he would do and he would be timid about it. This year, he's attacking the rim. He's going after balls. He is. I his move of attacking the rim, stopping and doing that fadeaway. It's a beautiful thing. His shot is back. He's been great. He's been you know, great. And you know where the uh, the Celtics are right now? First place, baby. Tied for first, baby. And and look, that you know first the game. Net, you, know, you know where the Nets are? Ass. Eighth place, under five hundred, getting billboards. Kyrie okay. Irving. Kyrie, what a bitch! What, what a, a bitch! You what are. A it's already happening. It's already breaking apart the Nets. I know. It's crazy. He's already upset. He's already yelling at his team. Thank God that guy is out of here. Thank God that guy is out of here. Miami Heat also five and one. Who? Miami Heat. Oh, the Phoenix Suns are rocking it too right now. Phoenix so the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix yeah. Suns. You know why? The Aaron Baines effect. Aaron Baines effect. Duh. I wish Aaron Baines still on this team. He, I think oh, he would fit. He would fit in team. so well here. Oh my god. Although you know who you know who's basically replaced him in my eyes, and he's been actually playing really well. Grant Williams. Rob Williams. Rob Williams has looked good this year, I think so. I mean, he can only dunk the ball, but like, whatever. I know, but he's like, he's ferocious when he does it. Yeah, you don't want to get in the way of that train. I mean, I'd want, I still want someone else. They need to add somebody else to the deadline. Yeah, but defensively, he's been, I think he's been very solid. Well, that's what he's going to do. He's going to play defense and dunk the ball. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Solid should be 6-0, just saying. So that's the thing. Now, it's, it's just, I mean, it all goes back to the Sixers, I guess. Um... I, th- I think they're I think they're a better team than the Sixers. The Celtics bench is deep, and I think the bench is going to get better because they, they have a lot of rookies on the team who are going to figure it out. Romeo Langford, that kid's going to be a stud. Went to Maine, playing the right Maine. He's getting ready. He's going to be a stud. I think he's, the your, he's, your, he's your backup point guard. Like yes, and he's going to be coming him. off the bench, and I yeah. think he's going to be a very good player. I Grant Williams, I'm not high on. He's filling the role right now. I mean, he's not going to play as much. Candor's coming back from injury, obviously. Yeah, um, Tice is there. Rob Williams is there. Like Williams wasn't expecting to get these minutes. There's no way. No. You know who I'm but, excited about? Who? Carson Edwards. Yeah, I guess he had a good night last night, but I need to see more. That first game against Philadelphia, we okay. haven't really gotten to talk much about it because I was gone and we, we and you oh, were, were gone trash. before. They were trash. But so, so no, the, the first game, Carson bad. Edwards was trash. No, the whole team was trash. The whole team play. was trash. Hey, look, Carson Edwards didn't answer my DM when I asked him to come on the show. Why would he? Dude, he cut his hair. He's a new man. Doesn't need yeah, time. Okay, well, time maybe you. you should come on the show. What are you doing? Get on the podcast. You haven't been a podcast guest yet, as far as I know. Doesn't have time for you. Yeah, well, you freaking better. He's freaking better. He, he looked good last night. He, put, put, he did look good. He, he did good. look good. Looking I want to see the guy in the preseason who, who could not miss a shot. And whatever. I know he's coming off the bench. It's fine. Um, the one thing that does worry me about this team, though, is the defense. The defensive aspect. Because... Frankly, there's not much. <laughs> there's not much there. No, no. <laughs> just Marcus. It's really just Marcus Smart. Well, Marcus. here's the deal, too. You have to remember, 
Jalen Brown can play defense. He's has yeah. a He has so a Gordon Hayward. It's all Gordon Hayward. Probably. Nothing. Tatum kind of can too, to be honest. Tatum um, is definitely better. This team, anyway. this team is going to get better defensively, and having Jalen Brown back, he's supposed to play tomorrow against the Hornets. Kemba's return to Charlotte. Yes, he uh, like Ebola. He should play. I don't know. Cantor needs to play. Where's Cantor and all this stuff? Like, come on. Probably arrested in Turkey. I don't know. All I know is him and the Turkish government don't get along. They don't get along. They're not friends. No. They're not sharing my ties over a Friday night dinner. No, they're not. Bringing it back to Gordon Hayward, though, I mean. He likes my ties. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. My ties in uh, video games. It's life. <laughs> my time, Dude, that my was, ties in Call of Duty. That was the thing that was annoying me all offseason long was when people were looking at the Celtics team, they were like, this team's not going to be that good. They're going to be okay. They're going to have Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And nobody was mentioning the fact that Gordon Hayward was on this team. It was like they just took the sample from last year and was like, fuck it, this guy's done. Oh, that pissed me off so much. Yeah, it annoyed. we talked about it a lot over the summer. And now that we're in the regular season, you've seen that this guy is, if he's not 100% back to the guy he was in Utah, he's pretty damn close. I want to just wear a sign around screaming, I told you also. Like, I told you so. This is exactly who you paid. Like, this is what you paid for. It just came late because he got hurt. God, I, dude, I don't think he will. He, he loves it here. He, he staying. He got I know so he much does. money. He got so much money to play here. I know he does, but if he does, he's got two good years out of him. Is his opt-out after this year? Yes. He's not opting out. Better so, hope. Why would he? That he, you, he you got one out of him. He, does, he no longer has to deal with Kyrie. Like, he legitimately likes it and he wants to play for Brad. There's, if, if anyone's never would ever opt out of a contract, it's this guy in this situation. I don't know. It's the, What's it's he going to do, go back to Utah? It's the NBA way to just opt out. Then, he got, then he's going to come back. Like, Yeah, I guess. I don't they, know. Might make, they might pay him more money, but like he's going to come back. All right, moving on. Patriots, they lose. Last topic of the night. Ooh. Patriots. Patriots shot their first game of the year. To the Baltimore Ravens, 37-20. Lamar Jackson looked good, uh, at least running-wise. He looked okay passing. He only got 163 yards, I think 17 for 23 on the night. That's like that's him. Yeah, that is him. That's exactly what he does. They're, the, they're number one in rushing this year. This and, and Mark Ingram ran for 115 yards. So now that's my worry. You've seen Mark Ingram now put up 115 yards. After his two fumbles, Nick Chubb put a clinic on the Patriots defense. And there's been a lot of talk all year about how good this Patriots defense is. And I feel like I've been cautiously optimistic because frankly, the first eight weeks they face nobody. They face the Dolphins. They face the Redskins. They face the Jets twice. They face the Bills who are probably the toughest opponents. They face the Cleveland Browns who suck. They face nobody. And the Steelers though, Nick, they played the Steelers in week one with big Ben, with big Ben who suck and big Ben's fat and big Ben sucks now. The Patriots, Patriots have a problem against good running backs. And that worries me, especially in two weeks when you're going to play the Cowboys. Because Zeke's going to run all over your ass. Yeah. Zeke, Zeke's going to be the guy that beats you against the Cowboys. I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about the Texans. I'm not worried about any of those games. I'm, I'm barely worried about the Chiefs, to be 100% honest. Oh, the Chiefs. I mean, Damian Williams, like, take them or leave them. Yeah, I'm. I'm really only worried about the Cowboys game. Like, I look when you look at the schedule, they have what seven games left. Yeah, eight you one. Pre- you yeah. Go, at worst, you're going fourteen and two. At worst, yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, not tooting my own horn here, but on last week on the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, I picked the Patriots to lose to the Ravens, 
And then the second game I picked them to lose is against the Bills. So if, if we, I mean, if I'm right, I mean, I deserve a little something, something. The Bills. Oh, so you think they're going to lose, not lose any of the good teams. They're going to lose to the Bills. Well, because they because they lose to a divisional team they should not lose to every single year. And the other two suck ass. Yes, and they've already beaten the Dolphins. Do they beat the Dolphins twice already? Nope, Jets. Okay, well, they're not, they're not going to lose to the Dolphins. That's, that's a, and, the, that's and the next game. one's at home, by the way. The next yes. Dolphin game's at home. Yeah. So. so they already they already got out of they've already avoided the loss at Hard Rock Stadium. They're gonna play them. They're gonna play the Dolphins again at home. They're gonna beat them. I think they're gonna lose to the Bills. And Bills fans are gonna be like, oh look at that, because I think the Bills are gonna make the playoffs. Bills fans are gonna be like, oh look at us, but, oh we made it. Uh, that would be at home. I know. Are you sure about that choice? Now? At Gillette Stadium, yeah, I picked the Bills. That's not happening. Yeah, I picked the Bills. I could see them losing to the Eagles out of the bye week, though. I don't because I think Bill's going to be very prepared for a Super Bowl rematch. That being the only reason why, and like going back to the Ravens game, people are freaking out. Like, oh my god, this team sucks. Dude, they're eight and one, and you lost to a quarterback that no one has ever seen before. Like more than Patrick Mahomes. If they're going to play normal quarterbacks the rest of the way and pretty much normal offenses, you could go fifteen and one, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes, so comparing Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, a lot of people, for whatever reason, give this connotation to Patrick Mahomes that he's a running quarterback, which he's really not. He's a pocket passer who scrambles. He he, I I don't believe that he passes the line of scrimmage too much. He'll buy some more time, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, uh, and he'll wait for guys to get open. Lamar Jackson will run on you, and. For whatever reason, the Patriots have always struggled to get that against that type of quarterback. They always have. It's been it's been one of the few kryptonites of Bill Belichick, and another kryptonite of the Patriots has always been John Harbaugh. So that was a game against the Ravens where there was there was a good mix of potential disaster. I'm at the point where I'm like I'm like I'd rather play the Chiefs than the Ravens in any playoff scenario because you can game plan and kind of beat the Chiefs. And you can and, beat the piss you can, out of the Chiefs' defense. Yeah, and there and your defense. I, I legitimately think the Patriots' defense is better than what they showed on Sunday. I really think Lamar Jackson. Well, they are every 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 great defense. The Legion of Boom, the nineteen eighty five Bears. They had a crap game where they shit the bed, where they gave up what over thirty points. So it happens. Okay, it, it, it's in. And this I is an anomaly. Like this, this, this dude is so good as a quarterback, and it's not something that they've ever seen before. Yes, the Patriots' defense isn't super quick, like in the in, in the front seven. They're no, not fast. Jamie, Jamie Collins kind of looked like he regressed a bit. Yeah, not good, not good. Just looking at the only things that worry me that come out of the Ravens game is that you got ran on again. So I think there's a clear issue with the upfront rush run defense, which I don't know. I worry about Michael Bennett being gone in that situation. I wish he worked out here in that situation. And they only they, the left one tackle. the first game left tackle. Left, left tackle. tackle. Okay, well I'm, I'm I'm focusing more on the defensive side, and Isaiah Wynn's coming back, but because Marshall Newhouse needs to go. But my only other issue is my only other concern is this is the first time the Patriots really had a decent offense that they went up against and they got exposed. So that's my other concern. I think they're a great defense. I still think they're the best defense in the league. I think they'll figure it out. They've got too much talent to not be a the best defense in the league, frankly. But the fact that this is the first team that they really played against, they got punched in the mouth. And it's probably a good thing that they lost this game. 
they the the biggest reason why they lost is the first quarter. Like if if they didn't come out and get punched in the face in the first quarter and they went down 17 nothing, they would have probably won the game. Um and you think about Nick too, like the score is 37-20. Um it should have been six nothing instead of ten nothing, but again, Mr. Newhouse himself decided to um oh that wasn't Newhouse. Who was the guy who got called for um the penalty in that first drive? The holding penalty? No, defense. But that gave the uh, Ravens another a first down. Very first drive on the goal line. Who was it? Was that the field goal? Yep. It, in the, it, well, it was a touchdown. Should have been a field goal. It was on the field goal attempt that they were offside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Somebody jumped offsides. Like that, that. that bum. That little shit. That should have been 3 nothing. So it would have been 6 nothing, right? But then you're at the point, too, where, like, you were down 17, 13 at halftime, and you were happy with that. I, I mean, I wish they went for it, but at the same time, you could have easily then been up. Then if Edelman doesn't bumble the ball, like there's so many scenarios that like the Patriots just don't do that went wrong. That, that makes me even less concerned. Like Edelman never fumbles the football. So there were there were a lot of mistakes in that game. There were a lot of mental mistakes. It almost looked like the Patriots were nervous. It was a weird game, well, but they'll bounce back. I, they'll be fine. Then you know what? They're still going to go to the Super Bowl. They're still the best team. They're still the best team in the AFC. They're not going to lose to the Ravens twice. They're they're not going to lose to the Chiefs. This team's going to go to the Super Bowl. Saints Patriots, man. That's what it's going to be. That would be that'd be a cool Super Bowl. But they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. And if they don't, massive failure. That's a failure. Massive failure. Because you're a better team than the Ravens. You beat the Ravens next time you play them. You're a better team than the Chiefs. If you don't go to the Super Bowl this year. For the fourth time in a row, yeah, failure, failure, yeah, failure you, of you season. Bums can't go to the Super Bowl four times in a row. Massively <laughs> underwhelming, especially with this defense. Because fuck it, this defense is still great. They had one bad game. Everybody can shut up. This defense is still great. Especially but after I going eleven and five last year and winning the damn thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. They lost to the Jaguars, the Lions, the, the Titans, Titans last year. You're like, what the like, hell is going on? This I team feel- sucks. People were talking about them beginning bounce in the divisional round last year. Yeah. And now that and they went and won the Super Bowl. I think this team is good enough. That. This team's going to the Super Bowl. I just again, January 19th, AFC Chip. We'll see you in Foxborough. Like AFC Championship game. Just bring back Rock. That, That's all February I mean. 2nd, February 3rd. What's the Super Bowl date this year? I don't know. First Sunday but, in February. We'll see you in Miami. Second, yeah, they'll be in the Super Bowl. It's gonna be we'll, fine. Only downside is it's in Miami. Brady hates playing in Miami. So. That is true. I thought about that. I feel like that's not a topic. It's really Brady different. hates playing in Miami, and that's what the damn Super Bowl is. That is. I think that's Fuck. a legit issue. Like shit. Yeah. The only like, good thing is, is it won't be super hot because it'll be February. That's true, but I just think that's that's the house of horrors for him. I don't like it. I'm scared. Neither do I. Jimmy G All might right. win the Super Bowl. I would love a handsome bowl, Jimmy G and Brady. Oh, I might root for Jimmy G in that scenario. I I mean I, let's let's not go I mean I mean whatever I will I love Jimmy G but I'm Could not gonna you imagine him? Nick the storylines if it's the handsome bowl and Jimmy G wins. Oh my god, you're gonna get all these morons in New England going, Oh look, they should have kept him, they should have held on to him. No. You you won another two Super Bowls with Brady. You've been the last three years. Yes, shut up. No, you you made the right decision. You got the guy. <laughs> like Sorry. And anyway, Jimmy G tore his ACL last year. Who knows? Who says that doesn't happen here? Stupid. And you know what's going to happen, too. If if your scenario plays out, you know that's going to happen. 
Oh, yeah. Boston sports media is going to be all over that. Oh, you know, oh, you, know, you, know, you know who's going you know to be all over that. Oh, it's, I know who's going to be all over that. You know who's going to be all over that. Oh, I know who's going to be all over that. You know who's going to be all over that. Oh, I know who's going to be all over that. It's all of ESPN. Yes. Fucking idiots. <laughs> They're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to crash and they're going to be nuts. It's going to be insane. First take would be a hot mess if that ever happened. Oh God. Stephen A. Smith, Nick Wright. Imagine Nick Wright's takes. Oof. All of them. Every single buddy. Those montage videos that have all the negative things about Brady and the Patriots over the years. All of them. We're going to be like, oh, see, the Patriots made the wrong decision. They lost to Jimmy G. Jimmy G's the man. It's going to be oh. ass tonight. It'd be sick though. 40, 49ers, 19-0. There's no way. Uh, I love pretty, George Kittle, though. Pretty damn good, dude. I love George Kittle. Dude, the team's pretty solid. Yeah. George Kittle's a freaking man. Love George Kittle. All right. I'm getting hungry. I gotta go. I gotta eat dinner. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, it's sick. Sick brag. You're basically married, too, dude, so. Uh, do you see a woman in here? You live with her. See a woman in this pink room that I live in? No, because you locked her out. Yeah. So what? I mean, there's she's there. Ghost, there's a ghost that lives in this house. You think I'm, I can't have a ghost just walking in on here? Casper. No, Casper. no. Maybe, maybe one day I'll get into the ghost story on the show. Casper. I, I've, I've straight up, I've seen her. That's her. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's maybe not I'll a ghost. Story one day on the show. You, you don't have a ghost in your house. I swear to God, there's a ghost in this house. I have seen her. Um, my girlfriend has seen her. It's oh, we'll get into it on the show one day, baby. We'll get it on. The, we'll get it into it on the show. Couch Couch Sports Podcast episode number number one hundred and what? I spoke too fast. I spoke too fast, and my breath was coming out before I could say before I could form my mouth into saying a word. Ghost, cut your tongue. Couchcast Sports Podcast. Yeah, maybe. Episode number 132. Guys, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Be a huge help. Huge help. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Maybe if you guys DM us a picture of you rating and subscribing, we'll send you a free t-shirt. Maybe we'll do that. You know what? We will do that if you send us a screenshot. You can either send it to me or Jared or the Couchcast Sports account. Just do it. Like us on Facebook at Couch Guys Sports and follow us on Twitter at Couch Guys Sports and the Couch Guys Sports podcast also on Twitter and Instagram at Couch Guys Sports. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, producer Patty P will be editing the show. Guys, we will talk to you next week for episode number 133. Thanks for listening.